The Department of Health and Human Services Program Support Center's decision to shut down its assisted acquisition services isn't just hurting agency customers. During one of the busiest fourth quarters in recent memory, HHS's determination that it can't transfer existing contracts back to customer agencies will reverberate over the next year, causing inconvenience at best and mission degradation at worst. In his weekly feature, The Reporter's Notebook, executive editor Jason Miller has fresh news on the situation at HHS that's putting more than a billion dollars in contracts at risk. Jason joins me now with the latest. So you broke this news about a month ago. We spoke about this ish, this decision on its assisted acquisition. Before we get to the new news, remind us what's going on right now. So the Program Support Center has been offering assisted acquisition services to agencies for, for decades, right? It's been a very successful, popular help, right? Agencies don't have enough contracting officers. They can't get the money out the door fast enough. So places like HHS, Interior, GSA provide these assisted acquisition services. And HHS decided basically in June that it was no longer going to do it. It decided that it did not have what they said, the policies, procedures, internal controls in place to do this work anymore. What has come out is, okay, fine, make that decision. But how you continue this decision, how you how you implement it is really what matters. And what we're finding through, you know, industry and and agency customer sources is they're doing a very poor job of getting the word out, communicating with customers, making decisions about what to do next, how to do this in a timely, if you will, uh, orderly manner. And and as one some, someone said to me, this is the most disorderly decision they've ever seen. Now, just to be clear, HHS was conducting these acquisitions on behalf of outside of HHS's own purview. Correct. So whether it's EPA or Commerce or DOD, for instance, has more than 500 contracts worth over a billion dollars that HHS has, PSC has helped them with. So what basically happened is Melissa McCabe, who is PSC's acting head of contracting activity, she sent an email out that basically said uh, the PSC has determined HHS, again, no policies, procedures, internal controls to support the transfer of PSC contracts to non-HHS agencies. Now, what that basically means that your procurement, whether, again, if you're a customer, will end when that option period ends. So let's just take this as a for example. If, if PSC awarded a contract on, on Commerce's behalf in March of this year, and then let's say it's a one-year contract with four one-year options, so basically a five-year deal, next March, that contract will end. Now, you've, as Commerce, just spent the last nine to 12 months working with PSC. You paid them money to get everything in place. And what HHS and PSC is saying is, you're done there. Sorry, all that work is for naught because you're going to have to do it again. Yes, because you do still need those goods and services that HHS had negotiated on your behalf. Correct. And it's 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 less about having to go buy those goods and services. But we know, Tom, that people are, are say the contracting process is arduous. And for them just to cut it off and say, sorry, tough, that is the problem here. Again, make the decision to stop offering the services, perfectly fine. It's how you're going about it. And what I think the problem here is the way HHS is making these decisions. They had the authority for, for 20 years to do this. And what I've also been told is transferring contracts between contracting officers is not a big deal. Other contracting officers and other experts have told me it's just a matter of saying, okay, uh, you have authority, I have authority, I'm going to transfer the authority to you, and we're done. Yeah, it sounds like HHS is citing some legal restriction against if a contract is let with one signer, then it's not valid to transfer it to another signer. But we all know in its 2,000 pages somewhe the FAR allows that. 
Exactly. And what I've been hearing is that the general counsel has made this decision that HHS and their program support center did not have the authority at all ever to do assisted acquisition services. So they're going back, again, 15, 20 years. Original sin here. Exactly. Okay, make that decision again, but let's be pragmatic about it and step back and say, how can we do this the right way? And I think that's why I think people are so upset about it is just do it the right way. Make some good decisions, understand the impact agency mission, and st- don't just rip the Band-Aid off in this case, but but take it off piece by piece. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Jason Miller. And I guess one question is how did the general counsel, who was not the general mm-hmm. counsel 20 years ago, we can safely say, suddenly step in and decide, hey, you can't do this anymore? And that's a great question that I'm not sure we know the answer to. And in fact, HHS hasn't really confirmed that the general counsel even made this decision. And that's another very frustrating piece. Part of this story is the lack of communication and transparency that HHS is, is and, and the Program Support Center is doing. I'll give you a perfect example. You go to the website for acquisition management, they took the website down. You get a uh, this is temporary offline, we'll bring it back eventually type of message. Now, again, I understand why, but that's not a good way to communicate. And again, going back to Melissa McCabe, PSC's acting head of contracting activity, if you email her, you get an automatic response that says, due to the volume of calls and emails from DOD and non-DOD customers, PSC is unable to respond to individual requests for information. So here you are, we think communication is important, but you get an automatic response. I talked to one agency source who says to me, they have not heard from PSC or HHS since June. Now we're in August. And they've emailed, they've called, they've tried to communicate and gotten no response back. So for HHS to say, hey, we're, we're prioritizing communication, who are you prioritizing with? Let people know. Give people a sense. I think people feel better when they know what's going on. But I think the lack of transparency, the lack of communication is adding to this problem. It's like an airline that's gone bankrupt and has 10 million reservations, and instead of helping people, it just closes down the website and says, you're on your own. That's a great analogy in many respects, because people, and don't, the agencies are, have gone to HHS for a reason. They can't do it in-house. They don't feel like they have the ability or the the numbers or the resources. So why are they going, why, why is this communication lacking so bad? I mean, even my, my requests, for instance, to HHS, their response is, were the same as they were a month ago. And and I said, has nothing changed in a month? You have no new information provided in a month? And their answer was like, no, not really. And even when I asked them more information about the transferring of contracts, and I said, how are you dealing with this transfer of contracts? They said, we're, we're working with agencies, we're communicating. Agencies have uh, internal contracting offices or we're working with others around shared services. So I said, well, how does that answer jive with what Melissa McCabe's email says, which says you don't have the authority to transfer contracts? And the answer was just, you know, for lack of a better word, Tom, gobbledygook about, well, we're working with agencies to transfer contracts. Wow. Help me understand what's going on. If you are transferring or you're not, just be honest. And I think that's also at the heart of this is there's a feeling among industry, because I've talked to Alan Shavakin from the Professional Services Council, as as he likes to say, the other PSC. Uh, right, And I've talked to other industry people and I've talked to agency sure. people. There's a big lack of communication. I was going to say the contractors themselves must be just as upset as the agencies that were hoping to contract with them. Exactly. Because what, what the other issue is when a contractor books a deal, they expect a five-year deal out of it. All of a sudden now it's only one year. They have to recompete. Well, again, money goes into the recompete. Time goes into the recompete. And then also what about the existing contracts that were in process? So like, hey, a, a bid was 
put out there. I submitted my bid, and now everything stopped. What happens to that contract? Again, money, time, resources. Do you start over? Is there any possibility of GSAs and its federal acquisition service just taking over that whole shop? They could transfer the employees, and maybe that would kosher it. So toward the end of uh, July, Alan Thomas, the Federal Acquisition Service Commissioner, spoke in an event that I moderated. And he actually was, when someone asked him about the PSC situation, again, now this is almost a month ago, he said, we're, we're just learning about it. We're just trying to look into what's going on. I've talked to other sources at GSA who've said that they had some extra capacity to take these contracts as we entered the fourth quarter, but not a ton. And, you know, a lot of agencies are at their limit. I mean, I'm working on another story. I'm going to give you a little bit of a preview. There's another assisted acquisition provider who's also making a very similar decision to PSC. So I think that there's not necessarily an easy way to, if you will, lift and shift. Sure. And meantime, the end of the fiscal year is just weeks away. It's about six weeks away. And then all these decisions are happening. And I think that's that's the other rub here. If HHS and PSC would have made their decision on October 1 and said, okay, going forward, we're not going to do anything more. People would have a whole year to deal with it. Exactly. And then if they said, we're going to pick up each option year, but we want you to get it off of our books as soon as possible, but we'll make sure that your contract for all five years is extended. I think that's the pragmatic way. And I think that would have alleviated a lot of the concerns and a lot of people being so upset. Federal News Network's Jason Miller, thanks so much. Thank you, Tom. Check out his coverage at federalnewsnetwork.com. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.